The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Thank you for tuning in today. I am so excited to have you here. I really love my topic today. Of course, I'm a little biased, but I am going to be sharing my top two tips with you to help with your mobility throughout the day. And before I jump into those two tips, I do want to remind you of what I consider the basics. There's two main basics that I believe you should apply in everything you do. That first is neuroplasticity. We have an entire episode on neuroplasticity, but the brief overview is that neuroplasticity is the ability of your brain to create new neural pathways or strengthen current neural pathways to allow your muscles to get stronger. Before your muscles can actually grow, you need a neural connection from your brain leading to that muscle. And once that connection is there, then you can actually improve your strength. So the way to get neuroplasticity to work for you is to have a high number of repetitions. Again, we have an entire episode on neuroplasticity. I would highly recommend you checking it out. The second basic that I want to remind you of is functional exercise. There is a big difference between wellness-based exercising and functional exercising. Wellness-based is more for the type of person that is looking to get stronger, get better balance, just general goals. Whereas functional exercise is more for the person who wants to get stronger so that they walk better or so that stair climbing is easier. So functional exercise is often for the person that has a functional goal in mind. So Those are the two basics, neuroplasticity and functional exercise. But my top two tips today are actually something completely different. And also we do have a whole podcast episode already released on functional exercise. I would highly suggest that you listen to that episode as well. Functional exercise is the base of where to start so that you can actually start noticing improvements in your functional goals. So go back, listen to those episodes of neuroplasticity and functional exercise, but my top two tips for you today are different. And this first one is possibly controversial, but I'm a firm believer in this. So my first tip for you today to allow your body to get stronger is to choose the easiest position first. I have a lot of clients who are aiming to improve a specific movement. One of my favorite exercises that I've mentioned to you guys before is marching. You can march in many different positions, 
you can march in a standing position where you're standing up and you bring one knee up towards the ceiling, then lower it down. And then the same thing on the other side, then lower it down and you can go back and forth. You can also do that same exercise seated. You can also do it seated, but reclined. You can also do it laying on your back. You can also do it laying on your side. So there's many different positions that you can do this same exercise in. And one thing we want to consider is attempting to do it in the position that is most functional. For example, if you are working towards a goal of climbing stairs easier, then you should probably work on marching in a standing position. But if you are instead working towards a goal of getting in and out of your car easier, that's going to require seated marching. So you should probably practice marching seated. However, let's say that you're the person working towards climbing your stairs. If standing marching is really challenging for you right now, then I would highly urge you to not practice it in a standing position, but rather choose an easier position first. If seated is easier for you, or maybe seated reclined or side-lying or laying on your back, choose an easier position. And I want you to remember, because I know you might be thinking this right now, well, that's cheating. I'm taking the easy way out. It is not cheating. It is not taking the easier way out. Choosing the easier exercise, the easier position to exercise in is actually what will help with neuroplasticity. Remember that before you can even get strong, you need a neural pathway there helping you out. So in order to get neuroplasticity working for you, you have to have high repetitions of the exercise. The only way you can have high repetition of good quality is to be in a position that you can do a lot of repetitions. So if the position is too challenging for you, you're not going to be able to do many. So when you have the exercise that you want to do, choose the easiest position, the position that you are most successful in, even if it's not as functional. Once you get stronger in that position, then you can work towards the more functional position, which in this example would be standing for stair climbing. So make it easier. Maybe choose the sideline position when you're laying on your side on your bed or on a couch, or if you can stand up from the ground then you can practice it on the floor. The more repetitions that you do in this side-lying movement, the more times your brain is trying to strengthen that neural pathway. The stronger that gets, the more likely you will be able to perform this movement in other positions. So please don't feel like choosing an easier position is cheating or taking the easy way out. I actually encourage all of my clients to do this. The second tip I want to share with you today is implementation. This is so important. I can't tell you how many people forget to implement their strength and their balance that they are gaining through their exercise program into their day. And this can be detrimental. If you are the type of person who have said, I'm stronger, but my walking isn't any better, or I have more leg strength, but stair climbing is so hard. Or, you know, I can tell that I'm moving better during my exercises, but getting into the car is still so hard. You know, if something's better, but your function isn't any easier throughout the day, typically it's an implementation issue. So what I mean by this is that 
your brain, a brain and nerve and spinal cords that have multiple sclerosis and demyelination does not have the same carryover as someone without MS. For example, if someone who does not have MS has great knee bending strength, and they perhaps are at the gym and they're doing the exercise where they're laying on their stomach and they're bending their knee. They can get full knee flexion in that position, maybe even with a lot of weight on that. So they're really strong at bending their knee when they're laying on their stomach. That same person will likely have carryover into a standing position. Meaning even if they didn't do that exercise standing, they will still have the strength in a standing position from practicing it laying on their stomach. However, someone with MS often does not have that same carryover. So let's say that you are doing that same exercise laying on your stomach and bending one of your knees, maybe even with strength. So you're doing these hamstring curls and you're getting stronger and you can feel your strength improving when you're laying on your stomach. But you go to stand up and you attempt to bend your knee and it just doesn't bend. Now, there could be many reasons for this, but one reason is lack of carryover. Your brain and your body, your muscles do not understand that the strength you have laying down should also be the strength that you have standing up. It's the same muscle group, right? It's still just bending your knee. So because that happens in MS, it is really important that you implement your strengthening movements throughout the day to get that carryover. Carryover is when your brain and your body are able to work together so that you can use your strength in multiple situations, not just when you're exercising. So the way to do this would be if you are practicing marching, we'll stick with that for today's episode. So if you're practicing your marching in a sideline position, or in a seated position, really in any position. Instead of only practicing that as an exercise, it's also going to be very important that as you're walking in your home throughout the day, perhaps when you walk into the bathroom so you can use the toilet, or maybe as you walk into the kitchen to get a glass of water, or you walk into the bedroom, any type of walking that you do throughout the day, regardless of how many steps it is, maybe it's five steps, or maybe it's 50 steps, any walking, you should also be marching. Try your best to lift your leg, even though it's going to be challenging. The amount of movement doesn't actually matter. We're more so trying to get your brain to understand Hey brain, this is actually the moment that I want to use my strength. So you're marching, you're giving your legs that extra oomph, you're lifting your knee as high as you can as you're walking into the bathroom or as you are going into the kitchen. Or another example, if you're trying to work really hard on improving your leg strength so that when you go to sit down, you don't plop down and maybe you have more strength when you're standing up then of course you can practice that as an exercise, but every time you sit down and stand up throughout the day, you should be practicing using the same technique. So making sure your feet are wide, your knees are bent, you're using momentum, you're tightening your core, not just during your exercises, but every time you stand up from the couch, every time you stand up from the toilet, every time you get out of bed, and the same goes for sitting down. Every time you sit down, 
Don't let yourself plop. Implement the strategies such as keeping the weight forward, hinging at your hips, your shoulders are over your toes. Implement that into every repetition of sitting down. That way, you are more likely to be in alignment with a person that not only feels improved strength when they're practicing standing up and sitting down during their exercise time, but also you notice improved strength when you're standing up from the toilet and from the couch and from the floor. So my second tip is just implementing your exercises throughout the day. Not that you need to actually count the number of repetitions that you're doing, but just start implementing it. If you're walking around, try to bend your knee a little more or try to lift your knee more. If you're going to stand up, use the same techniques. Implementing throughout your day can be a make or break situation of actually improving your day-to-day function and activities and movements versus not noticing an improvement in those areas. If you feel a little bit lost and if you feel like, yeah, I'm working towards walking better and stair climbing and getting better balance and better strength, but you just don't know what to do. Maybe you've tried physical therapy before and it didn't really help, or maybe you just don't really know what to do. You haven't ever had that guidance. I would highly encourage you to check out my online MS wellness program, the missing link. In here, I have recorded videos of myself demonstrating and explaining the best MS-specific exercises to promote neuroplasticity for strengthening, stretching, balance, and walking so that all of these activities throughout your day become easier. There are also a lot of other bonuses. We have exercise classes, we have yoga classes, research updates, guest speakers, But if you're the person who is looking for more guidance and more support and more accountability, check out the link in the show notes. I will put a video that is a behind the scenes look at the program. And that way you can actually get to see if it would be a good fit for you or not. And not only that, but I am offering a 50% off promotion for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So if you are interested in checking it out, definitely make sure to sign up now. Now is your time to shine. When you sign up, you will get a call with me where I can help guide you into the program and answer your questions. Listen closely. I'm going to give you the promotion code now. It will also be in the show notes. Just so you know, you can go to missinglink.com forward slash membership. That's M-S-I-N-G link.com forward slash membership. That is where you can choose which membership you want to sign up for. And the promotion is for the monthly membership where you get 50% off of your very first month. And the promotion will be starting this Saturday, November 27th until the evening of Monday, the 29th. So the end of cyber Monday, I'm so excited to offer this for you. The promotion code is holiday spirit. And again, I will put that in the show notes. If you want it, if you have any questions, then please reach out to me via email or social media. And I am more than happy to answer them for you. I hope to see you in our missing link community soon. Lastly, I wanted to wish all of my U.S.-based listeners a happy Thanksgiving. I'm so grateful for each and every one of my listeners. It truly means the world to me to have you tuning in each week for a new episode. So if you're celebrating Thanksgiving this week, I hope you have a wonderful time with your friends and family. And if you're not celebrating Thanksgiving, I still hope you have a wonderful week. I'll catch you next week for our next episode. 
Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you love this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.